Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. Hello. This is the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder and president of Leadership Strategies for Women, and I develop seminars and webinars to help high-achieving women to show up, speak up, and step up in their careers. To learn more, you can visit my website at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com, or you can follow the Leadership Strategies page on Facebook. Our guest today is Angie Lund. Over the last 20 years, Angie Lund has mentored, coached thousands of career women, on doing it all, having it all, and creating a life of joy, fulfillment, and abundance by balancing it all. As a career woman herself, owning multiple seven-figure businesses, a wife nearly 30 years married, a mother of two grown and successful children, she knows what it takes to achieve success without losing herself in the process. And she serves women by giving them simple strategies to let go of perfection, embrace their confidence, and step into their greatness. Angie, welcome to the Leadership Strategies for Women podcast. Thank you, Ellie, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's gonna be a lot of fun to share today. Absolutely. So Angie, tell us a little bit about your background. Wow, I feel so old. When you ask me that, I think of all of the different things I've done, right? Well, I'm originally from Fargo, North Dakota. I'm sure you haven't met many people from there, but I was born there, raised there, and I went to school in that area for education and psychology. So when I graduated from school, I went into education and found that that wasn't really a right fit for me. So I quickly moved out of that and went into starting and running a dance company in, in the area where I quickly grew that company from zero because I opened it to 500 within five years, which was my goal. And then I decided, okay, I've hit my goal. So I'm on to the next thing. And I went on to creating a company that was a consulting company then for, in the dance 
genre or industry and be, began doing that. And in the process of doing that, had a chance to travel across the country and get to meet some really incredible people. And that's where I found that I had more to share than just within the leadership of that industry. So that's when I became a life coach and got more involved in helping leaders and doing some motivational speaking and, and talking to corporations and organizations. And then from there, I went on to have a radio talk show. So this, I love this kind of an atmosphere because this is what I'm used to and it's, it's old hat to me, but I went on and did that for, for a little while and, and then opened up wellness coaching, changed my coaching focus to more wellness coaching. At the time I had been inspired by a, a doctor who I was working under and got really involved in health and wellness, which had, I had always been involved in, but I decided to take it to the next level. So then at that point, we moved to Colorado, which is where I live now, and I wanted to start over, start fresh. And I opened a company at that point around my wellness company, but with a different focus. It was a salon and spa that I built around my wellness company because what I recognize is that anytime somebody got in better shape and took better care of themselves on the inside, they started to take better care of themselves on the outside. So I built a company around that. Well, quickly learned about a year in, I was burning the wick off of both ends and I was going to burn myself out if I didn't make a change. And so I let go my coaching side of the business and I decided to focus solely on the management and marketing of the company for the team that I was leading at the time and focus on the goal of growing that to be a seven figure company. And I wanted to sell that within eight to 10 years. And then that's what happened. I grew it to be a seven figure company. I turned around and sold it with it in eight and a half years to be exact. And then in 2018, went back to my coaching. And in that coaching, it, it began by coaching within the salon industry because that was where I had been focused for so many years and had done really well that that became a natural transition. I was asked to do some training and teaching, of course, in that industry and I, and I loved it. But what I recognized and what got me to what I'm doing right now is that I would go out and train business professionals and salon professionals and teach them how to be more successful, make more money, have more abundance and, and be happier, set goals and all of these great things. But what it always came down to was they would ask me, well, Angie, how do you do it all? How do you have it all? And I loved that conversation because there's, I believe, this facade that we can't have it all that it's, it's only for the few lucky who get there. And I, I don't believe that. If my, from where I've come, which is poverty and abuse, to where I am now, which is abundance and freedom, there is absolutely availability for anybody to have this journey. And so that's what's put me in this place now where I not only work with business professionals and high achieving executive women, but I also work with that stay at home mom or just starting out or entering the workforce again. So it's been an interesting journey and one I love, but one that's been filled with many, many different things along the way. That's for sure. That's wonderful. So the business that you're referring to is Star Business Advisor. Uh, it's a business that you launched. Tell us how you help women that you coach through Star Business Advisor. So basically what I do with women that I'm coaching through that company is focus them on what their goals are, 
how to get clarity on exactly where it is that they want to go, why they want to go there, why it's important to them, what's really driving them. Is it them driving that goal or is it something else in their life driving that goal? Because it needs to be them. So I get them in touch with what's mostly important to them. And then we go through the process of creating the behaviors and setting those behaviors in stone and putting the plan in process so that they can achieve the goal versus get halfway there and then become exhausted and burnt out and, and just stop doing it completely because they, they took on too much. So it's, it's a strategic process of finding out and getting clear on what they want and where they want to go and then moving them through the path to get there. I'm sure that your personal experience really does inform your coaching and I'm sure that you've overcome many hurdles in your own career. Can you share with us some of the challenges that you face as you were striving to attain some of your own career goals? You know, that's such a good question because, you know, there's going to be those natural challenges that any of us have in our careers at all. But when you ask that question, Ellie, nothing jumps out to me outside of me. I think my biggest challenge was in me. It was me. It was my lack of confidence, my lack of believing in myself, not investing in myself fully. And that was my hurdle. And, and once I accomplished that, that's when I noticed I could accomplish anything, but I had to get beyond my personal barriers. So that's one of the things that I work with my clients on is getting them to break through those personal barriers because I've been a witness to it myself, but I've been a witness to it with thousands of other people. If we can break down those walls, anything is possible for us. It's this that keeps us from achieving our goals. It's us. And therein lies the real value of being a coach. That's why you need somebody in your corner guiding you, helping you, pushing you along, challenging you, and also bringing out the best in you so that you can have those breakthroughs. So that's fabulous. Yeah, thank you. I, I agree and I love seeing it. I know you can, you can attest to that as well. To me, my greatest moments are when I see one of my clients have that aha moment that they just never realized the simplicity of what it was that they could switch in their life. And by switching that one little thing or that those two little things, the massive joy, happiness, fulfillment that could come from that shift. Yes. And what are some of the leadership strategies that have helped you to get ahead in your career? The, I think the biggest one there is going to be connecting with other people. I, I truly am a believer in surrounding yourself with great people, not being the smartest person in the room, making sure that you have strategically placed yourself in your life to meet people who can grow you. And, and don't get me wrong, I want my friendships and, and the people in my life to be authentic and real. But I also am paying attention to not letting people in my life who are going to suck that energy from me and are going to drain me of what I know I need in order to be the person that I need to show up to be if I'm really going to meet my purpose in this world. So I believe for me, the strongest thing I've done is found good people, nurtured those relationships, and made sure that that relationship has been win-win so that we can both be successful through that connection. I can so relate to that. I myself have experienced in those moments when I want to 
achieve a goal when I have a goal in mind that I have to block all the negativity out. I have to put myself in this zone where I'm only feeling, feeding myself positive messages, positive energy so that I can remain focused, I can persevere, and I can remain resilient as I try to strive to get those goals accomplished. 100%. So tell me, you, you, you recently wrote a blog that is titled How One Simple Thing Will Move You From Powerless to Powerful. In what circumstances do you find that women often feel powerless? Oh, that's a good question. It's so simple, but it's not. It's also so complicated. I, from my experience, it's been because they feel they are under the expectations of everybody around them. They, they want to do well. They want to be seen as a team player. They want to succeed. They want to be a wonderful wife and mother and professional, like all of these things. But it's not necessarily driven by them. They, they feel like it's being driven by other people. And so because of that, they do and they do and they do and they go, 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 and they give everything they have until they have nothing left for themselves. And then because they have nothing left for them, they ultimately feel like a failure because they're not happy. And what's our ultimate goal in life? Our ultimate goal is to be happy. But if we are not feeding ourselves in the process, if we're only doing for everybody else in our lives and not doing for us, we're not really going to end up having that, that happiness and that joy authentically in our own soul. So th that's where I feel like we lose the power the most is when we give it up to other people. So do you find that women have an easy or a hard time claiming their power? Oh, I, I hard for sure. And it's not every woman, right? And I don't want to generalize there, but many people, well, you know what? I hope this word is okay to say, but they don't want to be seen as a bitch. And that's just flat what it looks like. I, they don't want to be seen as, again, going back to that, I'm not a team player. She's not a team player because she's standing in her power. She's saying what needs to be said. And the lack of wanting to be vulnerable because in that vulnerability, they feel weak. So there's this almost this, um, they're trying to balance the not wanting to be weak, but not wanting to be too powerful. And therefore they kind of lie in the middle and they're not embracing the greatness on both sides of that because in our vulnerability is where we are powerful. Mm -hmm. And then in our power, we also absolutely have vulnerability. So I do think that women do struggle with that much more than any man I've ever worked with. And I've raised two men and I've been married to one for a very long time. And I have many men in my life who I adore and love, but they have no problem speaking their mind, doing what they're going to do, saying how it's going to be. But women, we, we, have a, we have more barriers to mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So what is some advice? What are some leadership strategies for women who want to go from powerless to powerful? I think the first thing we need to do, Ellie, is we need to understand that it's truly up to us, that we have to take accountability for our life. We have to take accountability for our happiness. We have to stop, we have to stop blaming others in the way of, of 
going back to the, those expectations that I mentioned a little bit ago, okay? So I'm not happy because I have to do this because somebody is expecting me to do this. And so we're, we blame other people around us versus saying, I have a choice in this. I can choose to say yes or no to this. If I say yes to it and don't want to do it, then I might be choosing a little bit of misery in that but it's still my choice. So, you know, taking that accountability, understanding that we ultimately are the only person who we can blame for our own happiness or our, or our unhappiness. Uh, also making sure that you know, we're stepping in and we're, we're playing the game, we're, we're being active in our lives, we're being participants in it. And I'm a huge proponent of don't just be active, but stay active. I don't know about you, but I certainly noticed that when I slow down too much, that's when all of this starts getting a little bit sidetracked. That's where my brain starts to, my confidence starts to get questioned, or I start wondering if what I'm doing is the right thing to be doing is when I slow down. Now, that doesn't mean don't rest or, or have rejuvenation time. Absolutely do that. And I'm not saying burn, burn the wick on both ends because I've done that and that doesn't work. But what I am saying is that if we stay in action and if we take accountability for our lives and understand we are the ones who are in true power and stop making excuses, stop making excuses for our lack of happiness because we believe that, again, we're under everybody else's expectations of us. And so that's an excuse for us. And we're making excuses not to be uh, not not to be the person that we really truly in our heart know we were meant to be in this world for whatever reason, because of our past maybe, or we don't have the money, or we don't have the time, or we don't have the freedom to do these things. Don't make excuses. If you really want it, and if you really believe that you deserve it, then you can get it. But again, it goes back to that one of the first things that we talked about, which was breaking down that those personal barriers that we have to our own success. So inspirational. Angie, you have been super successful. You are a true role model for women entrepreneurs. You've launched multiple seven-figure businesses. What would you say is at the heart of your success? You got to take some risks. You have to be willing not to be perfect. Things are gonna sometimes get a little messy. And you need to be willing to learn from your mistakes because, oh, I've made some doozies. <laughs> and I, you know, I've lost some money along the way and I've gained money along the way. And it's, I've lost relationships along the way. I've learned things about that. And then I've gained some really deep relationships along the way. So, you know, seeing that we, again, it, we are so powerful and, and being willing to invest in ourselves, always staying a student, never again, another thing I said earlier, never being the smartest person in the room, right? Always surrounding myself with people who knew more than me. I'm constantly learning. I seek learning. That's why I think I'm a coach. I love coaching, but I also have several coaches. I love getting coached. I love learning. And, you know, it's, it's, it's no joke to have the responsibility of leading seven-figure companies. It's no joke. And it's a lot of work to lead teams in order to be successful. But if you're in alignment with what your purpose is in this world, 
it's not a hard thing to do. It's, it seems hard and, and don't get me wrong. There's the statistics out there for reaching seven figures in a business are very low. I believe it's 2% of people hit seven figures in their business. But when you take out the, again, the personal barriers and you take out any excuses, you take full accountability, you surround yourself with incredible people who are smarter than you and put all of those things in place with goals and a strategy to get there then you can hit those marks, but you have to be willing to take the risk. That's the first thing. And you have to be okay with knowing that not everything's gonna be perfect. No such thing as perfection. And I'm a huge proponent of that, even though I am a recovering perfectionist. There is no such thing. And I have to remind myself of that every single day. Because if you wanna be perfect, then, and you're not, then you're going to stop the second that something shows up that's, that's lacking that perfection that you're seeking. Well, Angie, there are tons of women who work nine to five jobs who have dreams of becoming entrepreneurs. What advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs who want to follow in your footsteps? How can they even get started? Be that student, learn as much as you can. Find every opportunity within everything you do. I, I, I think about that from the very earliest days. Little, I'm talking young, very first job I ever had when I was 13. No, I would even go back further than that. I would say I was about eight years old when I was looking at the opportunities. And that's when I would collect aluminum cans to go turn in aluminum cans in order to make some money. And it, you know, I just think of all of the things in my life that I tried to see where is the opportunity? What can I do that I know I'm capable of doing, but then what can I learn so that I can leverage some other skills in myself that I just need a little bit more competence on? And how can I put those together in order to create the luck that creates the the abundance that I felt at that time, especially when I was growing up, I mentioned earlier that I came from poverty, right? So in my mind, and we lived, I had five, there was five children and my two parents lived in a three bedroom trailer house. So to me, the rich people were the people who had a bay window in their trailer house. And the really rich people were the ones who owned a double wide. Like that was my mentality. And so I, I knew though, when I was young, there was more, there was more for me and I needed to find it. I couldn't be locked in that life forever. And so I sought out every opportunity I could. And when somebody put something in front of me, I said yes to that opportunity. I didn't say no. And sometimes it might've been the wrong choice, but I learned a lot. And then when I learned, I could take those new lessons and put those towards the next thing that I aspired to do. So always stay a learner, take advantage of every opportunity, be willing again to take those risks, let go of perfection, embrace your strengths, step forward with confidence, believe in yourself. And those would probably be the most foundational skills I think somebody needs to have to be successful. That's wonderful. So Andy, what are some of your current personal goals and aspirations? You know, especially with everything going on right now, health is, of course, uh, something that I, I don't think any of us can be unaware that that is important, that we recognize how grateful we are when we are healthy. So health and happiness, I have a wonderful family. So that's always going to be primary for me. It's going to be my family and my health and my faith. 
those those three things are always going to be my my primary focuses. But beyond that, I have a more global thinking goal of you know I want to reach as many people as I can reach to lift others up so that we can elevate the energy of the world. If that needs to be one person at a time and they ripple that energy forward to the other people in their life, then it's one person at a time. If it's thousands at a time at a speaking event, then it's thousands at a time that affect other people. But that's my bigger goal is I want the world's energy to be elevated by creating more happiness and joy in each person that I touch. Wonderful. So what's next for you personally? Well, my brand is shifting right now, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. So I am launching my new website. It comes out next week. And I'm I'm thrilled about that because I have some new products and classes and courses available on that. So I can have a wider reach, which is my purpose and what I believe I was put on this earth for. And so, yeah, so it's about rebranding myself, getting myself out there to a bigger market, not focus so much on the business leadership anymore, but focusing more and and not that I'm not doing that because I am absolutely still doing that. There is a need for that. And I feel that that is a strength that I have that I want to continue doing. And I also own an, an angel investing company. So that helps me lift those, those, new owners of new ideas and new companies up as well. So I want to definitely keep that my focus, but shifting also to support more the personal side of the professional so that we can have those foundational elements truly in place in order to be happy and successful in both our personal life and our professional life. Angie, how can our viewers and listeners get in touch with you or follow you? So I'm on Facebook at Angie Lund, A-N-G-I-E-L-U-N-D. So that's my Facebook. On Instagram, I'm Angie Lund underscore CO, which is for coach, or it could be for Colorado, or which is also, you know, where I live. So but Angie Lund underscore coach or CO. And then my new website, which is launching, is AngieLund.com. So those would be probably the three best ways. I'm also on LinkedIn under Angie Lund. So that's another way for anybody who might be a LinkedIn member. I I have been trying to communicate a little bit more and be more active on that. As you know, there's a lot of social media platforms out there. So it's, I would love to be active on all of them, but only so many hours in a day, right? (laughs) I need to hire somebody to do that for me. I haven't done that yet. Well, Angie, you have been a wonderful guest. I really enjoyed our time together, and I'm sure that our listeners have walked away with some really important tips on how they can go from being powerless to powerful. You've given us a lot to think about and some great perspectives that we can include into our personal lives and our careers. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie, for having me. It's been a true joy. I truly appreciate it. And hey, everybody, go get it. Just go out there and get it. You deserve it. Go get it. Wonderful. And to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.